Why are the first few sentences for this podcast, for any episode I do, always the hardest to start off with? It seems like to me. Maybe I just don't go back and listen to every episode too many times to know. I don't know. I personally feel like it's tough because I have so much to talk about, so much to uh, to say to tell you guys, but. I never know how to start. I know how to climax. I know how to how to end it, but that beginning is 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 a woozy. So I guess we kick it off like this. We'll say we're gonna start in the Middle East. Middle East is the key factor right now. I know I started out talking about <clears throat> I know I started out talking about the retired U.S. soldiers and um, and everything they've done for us. The military soldiers who come forward and decided to spill the beans on everything they've done that was, so to speak, secret. Secret space programs, the, the uh, secret bases, underground bases, deep underground military bases abbreviated as dumbs there are places on the surface that are very secret that they've come forward about creatures species aliens that they've come forward about that are so to say secret and i appreciate everything i appreciate the courage they had to bring this to our attention because they could be killed for violating contract terms. They signed contracts to not ever speak about anything confidential or classified that they saw. They do. And the point is they have a How do I want to put that? They they basically have a number on their head after they talk about any of this top secret information that they know they're not supposed to be talking about, but they feel like the public has the right to know about it. And so with that being said, I honestly feel like everybody who enjoys a conspiracy story anybody who enjoys a story about extraterrestrials on earth in in area 51 dolce base um sandia labs any stories about underground magnetic railways or anything about aquifers and large cave systems. You should appreciate them. You should give 100% thanks to them. Because they they are literally risking life and limb. Limb and life. To present that for us. And I just had to say that, you know, to um, to show I care. To show how appreciative I am. Because I've come along... My journey 
and there have been so many things that I have switched up to being dedicated to that I have switched up to talk about. And one of those things are um, those guys, those soldiers. I don't talk about them as much as I do, as much as I did. Sorry. I don't talk about them as much as I did. I don't. And it's because I'm not going to say they were a stepping stone to where I'm trying to get at right now or where I am right now. I'm not going to say they were a stepping stone because they were everything to me. They were. When I found out about um, Cosmic Disclosure, when I found out about Gaia and Cosmic Disclosure, I thought that was the breakthrough we all needed. I thought that was going to be the one where people would say, what? And this is on a, a an official app and it's 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 already downloaded on some TVs. You can get the app through cable access and 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 through your cable providers and all of that. It wasn't just some shit on YouTube. You know what I mean? It was it was more. It was more than what 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 the standard was. The standard was looking for conspiracy videos through YouTube and 4chan and and and, and those sources are 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 what they've always been even to this day. They are what they always been. Half ass reliable. And I personally felt like when when the episodes and when the show came out on on Gaia, it felt more official to me. And then the names that they had on there, the stories that they told, it just it drew me in more and more. And so when I got done with about the the 11th or 12th season of Cosmic Disclosure, because when I first started watching Cosmic Disclosure, there were only four or five seasons. Now we got over 20. There were there was a low count of seasons. That's how I know it wasn't. It wasn't out that long. It wasn't it wasn't something I had missed for years and skipped over over a long period of time. No, there were only six seasons. Now we have 20 something and I've only been watching Cosmic Disclosure for about, I don't know, two and a half years, maybe. So for them to go from six seasons to over 20 something in that long and that short amount of a time, that really says a lot. It really says a lot. And I appreciate them. So when I was done with that. Okay, so eventually, gradually, they they added more and more seasons, and I ended up getting up to like the twelfth season, twelfth, thirteenth season, maybe it was a little bit more than that, and I stopped because I started to explore more and more into Gaia, and that's when I found Galactic Messages. Galactic Messages um, sent me to the Cosmic Agency page on YouTube, which then I understand completely. We are in first contact. We are in direct contact with real extraterrestrial beings. This is what I've been waiting for my whole life. This is what I've been waiting for ever since I asked that question. Are we really alone? And how can it be proven? Then the UFO videos came out, the UFO conspiracy videos back in the days. And then next thing you know, there's all this talk about the Earth's destruction. And next thing you know, there's these UFO or uh, Area 51 stories and allegations and I just got more intrigued, more encouraged, more interested. 
every story I heard, I got more and more and more and more and more into it. And then I asked myself, will I ever know one day if they really exist? Will, will, will we ever know the truth? Is it possible? And I asked that. In deep doubt. Because I knew we would never know the answer. And then galactic messages came along. And it changed the game. Actual E.T. men and women who are more closer to human lineage than any other species outside of our solar system. have come to earth and have been here since the beginning of time stepping in on important dates that could have ended humanity 110% or could have changed humanity for the worse. These men and women are the Tigetans. And they have been consistently giving us information, current information, things we ask about when it comes to things we ask about when it comes to I want to say Uh, wars, rumors of wars. They've been keeping us up to date with the world powers and what they see happening on Earth. They've stepped in on multiple occasions. Hawaii, the Hawaii incident, to be specific. They stopped. The, they stopped the missile. The missile that was allegedly headed for Hawaii. They stopped that missile. It was headed for Hawaii, and they stopped it. Their crew stopped it. That's why it was a false flag. You should look into that. That video was definitely posted on Cosmic Agency. I don't understand why they need to lie. That's what I don't understand. People not understanding the big picture when it comes to who the Tigans are and what their purpose is. One, they don't need to lie. They are in space, in our orbit. Two, they don't need to invade. If they wanted to invade and if they were regressive, if they were harmful to us, in any way, I guarantee you they would have invaded by now. There are dozens of them, hundreds of them. There's a cat. What the hell? There are. Wow. That is insane. All this time, and now it shows up. There are there are dozens. Hundreds and, and hundreds of hundreds of them, right? And um, if they really wanted to, I'm sure, 100 percent sure, they could just invade us at any time they wanted to. They have the technology, they have the power, 
They have the military. They have the militia to do it. They are not here as a regressive. They are here as a positive reinforcement for the regressive. And that's what we need. That's what we need not to forget. They are the good guys. And they've been doing nothing but keeping us informed. They want nothing but for us to break free and escape the slave mind state that has been completely brought upon us by none other than our own governments and world powers. They want us to be free. They want us to take back what's ours, starting with our minds, our bodies, and our souls. Be free and stay true to yourself. That's what they want. Now, I did say the episode was going to be about the Middle East, and it is. But like I said before, it's hard to, you know, get that mm, first few sentences going. So I figured I'd do a small, minor recap on where we have come from and where we are and where we are going. Because from this point on, I will I will go back to Cosmic Agency or Cosmic Disclosure and finish off some more seasons. And as soon as I find more interesting stories that really stand out and that can be uh, because you Obviously, if every story, if every single story they put on Cosmic Disclosure was really that good, Cosmic Disclosure would be the most trending thing right now. So obviously, everyone isn't hip to everything they say. You have to pick through these stories, find the most intriguing, interesting ones that stand out, maybe a little action, maybe a couple deaths here and there. But that's what people need. That's what they feed off of. The negative side of the story. Something to talk about. It's so weird. I don't know why we're like that, but that's just the way we are. I understand our people. I understand America because I live here. I've dealt with people all my life. I know how we think. You can say that I don't. You can try to lie and act like you don't. I don't. Oh, no, no, no. I always know. That's that's my job. I know. People are easy to figure out. Let's get back to the story. The Middle East. Two things. One, conspiracy theorists. We are up a thousand, baby. We are up. And then you have the religious people. Let's talk about you guys for a second. And I honestly have the right to say what I want to say on this topic because I have talked to dozens of multiple, multiple, I said dozens of multiple I almost made it sound like I was lying. I've talked to dozens of religious people. And I've mentioned the Euphrates River drying up. I've mentioned the gold mountain that was founded. I've even mentioned the new mountain that the kings and the elites and the richest men on earth are going to go hide in when it's time to face the wrath. I mentioned it all to them. And this is what they told me. Hmm. Hmm, you might be right. Hmm, that's crazy. Hmm, so this is what I get from that. I've given you guys chances. I've let you all talk shit about me. I've, and I, I still wouldn't laugh at you when you're when you're dead wrong and and everything that I said was was gonna probably occur actually occurs. I still wouldn't laugh at you. I still. 
would take your hand. Still. Because I'm not that type of person. And it doesn't take religious to make me that kind of person. To make me that kind of nice person. That's the difference between me and you. But the point is, you religious people laughed, mocked me. And that's in the Bible too. You laughed at me. You mocked me. And then things started happening that were making sense. But you don't want it to make sense. Euphrates River drying up releases the four fallen angels. When a mountain of gold is found in Africa, which was founded almost, what, a month ago? Probably less than that. Then they found rocks that can produce electricity. Rocks that produce electricity. High-powered rocks. Insane, right? Let's not talk about the cave system we found under the Euphrates River. An entire cave system carved and, and, and built by someone. Not a regular cave system where there was some random opening. And No, 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 no. Pillars, walls, stairways, hallways. This is real, you guys. Where are we going? Do you guys even know anymore? No, you don't. Do you care anymore? No, you don't. All you care about is getting to the after party. What do I mean by that? The after party is your heaven. That's all you care about. As long as you get to heaven, everything will be okay here on earth. Everything, right? This is the party, baby. Live it up. You get one life. YOLO, right? You get one life. This is the party. But you don't want the party to end. So you heard about an after party where the gates are golden and the robes are the cleanest. And the wine might be the, the best wine you've ever had in your life. <sighs> but there's a catch. You have to give up your soul to get to this place. Why your soul? Why not just be a free after party? Why is there a f an admission fee? Why is there an admission price? All you care about is the after party. As long as you know you're going to heaven after you die, you don't give a shit what you do on earth. And this is why the world is fucked up today. You know it, and I know it. This is exactly why. Because all that matters if, is the after party. As long as you can see all your family members there and y'all can celebrate and be with each other again. That's all that matters. And all you got to do is give up your soul for all that freedom. So like I said, I talked to so many religious people about these current events and situations that are lining up with the prophecies and the very book they call the truth. But then when you present them with the very truth that is in their very book, 
They act nonchalant. They downplay it. And I digress. Why? Because there is no point in forcing anyone to do anything or believing anything that they don't want to. The only option is making them aware of how they are. They will always feel the guilt. If they don't talk about it, they are feeling the guilt. If they talk about it, they are feeling the guilt. And they want to heal from it. But if they don't talk about it, then they definitely don't want to heal from it. And they definitely feel the guilt. Now. Personally. I don't like being that person to put people on the spot, but there's just too many occurrences happening to not to, to ignore these type of things. And I would love to get an honest opinion from a religious person and see what their honest, actual thoughts are on all of this shit that's happening around the world that correlates with the Bible and the river in the book of revelations. Anyway, Turkey, Syria have had incredibly off the char off the Richter scale earthquakes. It's an, it is insane. 40,000 lives lost, right? Turkey and Syria are all in the same area of the Euphrates River. Ukraine is not far from Turkey and Syria. And Russia is not that far from there either. If you go to Google Maps, and you actually look at the Euphrates River. Look where it is. Look where Syria and, and Turkey is. Look where it is. Look where Ukraine is. Look where it is. All in the same area. I'm not even talking about spread out. either. I'm talking about right smack dab in a circle. And Russia has land access to. To uh, invade any. I don't, I don't want to say invade because I don't want to make anyone look like they like there's something or not. All right. I hate judging people, but I will judge you for being an asshole. And if you're wrong about something, then you're trying to be right about it. But I don't know Russia like that. So I'm not going to say invade, but they have access to any part of any of those areas if they want to. Due to the borderlines, right? Now, here's my thing. I heard that Russia is fighting a subterranean war somewhere deep in the caves of Syria East Syria I believe now if I had to correlate the Euphrates River drying up and the cave system found that did that that goes deep into the ground and blah 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 if I had to correlate that with Syria and Turkey and Ukraine and and and, and Russia this is what it might sound like, in honest opinion. The four fallen angels have awakened. And maybe them trying to escape or them regaining their strength has caused the earthquakes. Cheer me out. There's another story where a Russian... Diplomatic soldier. He is top ranked, very well known, very well respected. I can't think. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his name, 
but his name checks out. I've looked it up. And um, this Russian soldier came or uh, had a team with him and their team mission was to invade a part of Syria inside of specific cave system where they were told or thought that ISIS soldiers were remaining and, and camping out in these cave systems. Now, that could have been a cover up the whole time. Maybe they knew. What they were going for the whole time, but the, you know, ISIS soldiers. It's a cover up. Now, they enter these caves, right? Find these so-called ISIS soldiers, destroy them, right? No casualties, right? This is where it doesn't make sense. This is how I know that the ISIS soldier story was fucking made up. No casualties. Not one team member was shot during that scuffle, right? So they kill all these guys, so to say. Story is on. They kill them all. And they discover a, another cave system within the cave system. And not only that, they discovered it, but they heard what they described as ancient Morse code bouncing off the walls. Clicks and taps or something like that. So they followed these noises miles inside the cave, right? Where they eventually emerged into a large cave with super high walls and they encountered large giant quotes Anunnaki in quotes beings with bronze or gold like skin. The Russian military's weaponry was useless, futile. The ancient beings that they fought used light weapons projectors to kill off most of the uh, military. Except one who he was chased. He was chased by these beings and he somehow escaped and survived the chase. Which I don't understand how. Matter of fact, he was the only one who survived. And uh, that's how the story was leaked. So. I'd say. A few weeks after that, and this was a couple weeks ago, I heard about the story. And a few weeks after that, a few weeks ago and a few weeks after that, right? I hear another story. I don't know who this guy was, but he claims Russia is fighting a subterranean war. Now, the story I just told you about the uh, Anunnaki being on the ground, East Syria and the deep in the deep caverns, that was something that happened last year or in 2021, either last year or 2021. Either way, it's too close to the current date. And then some guy uh, who's um, speaking for Russia is doing a walking interview. Uh, he answered a couple questions and one of them. One of the answers were, yes, Russia is fighting a subterranean war to get rid of the vermin on planet Earth. Now, there are multiple ways to say you are fighting ISIS inside of cave systems. But the way he quoted that that, that line, Russia is fighting a subterranean war to get rid of vermin. There was a reason he said that that kind of way. And it makes me kind of believe. 
they may have been fighting some kind of ancient beings on the ground. What if those were actually the fallen angels and they awakened, they awakened sooner than we thought? Who knows, right? Now, I mentioned that because Russia is taking so much heat right now. So much heat from every country. Almost. And it always gets me thinking. Whenever the governments expose another government or expose another leader, it really probably means they're doing something that they, the government just doesn't like. And they're probably doing something for the better of mankind. I'm not even lying to you. They don't put shit on the news for us to be uh, on alert. They put shit on the news for us to be scared. Was, out of all. OK, so so and hear me out on this. This is a prime example. All the years we've had real U.S. Air, Air Force uh, personnel, soldiers. Tell us they've seen weird flying craft, weird UFO looking craft, craft that flies too fast to be kept up with craft that can move in directions that no craft that they've ever seen moving in, in those weird directions. Years, multiple, hundreds, maybe thousands of videos. And then this year, out of nowhere, we get four UFOs shot down in, in a week span. Isn't that just a little fishy? Since when have they ever gave a fuck about us knowing about anything UFO related? People were being killed and assassinated for releasing any kind of information like that. You ever heard of the Majestic 12? Look them up. So now all of a sudden the government gives us UFOs that apparently were shot down on American soil. Insane. And then the story goes cold. It's just cold. Nothing else after that. The Tigetans feel like they might be trying to stage in a fake alien invasion. But that's for another. That's for another episode. So. We aren't going to bring that up too much. We'll let that one die out. But yes, Russia has. A few stories that are worth listening to. Why? Because. Everyone is telling us not to listen to them. They are evil. They are bad. They are the bad guys. And you have to ask yourself, why are they pushing a narrative that they are the bad guys so hard, so much? I heard Russia is also fighting a mafia, some kind of a mob that is teamed up with Ukraine or Ukraine teamed up with. There was, it's a deeper situation, you guys. You guys need to really look into this. And then we got Joe Biden handing over millions and millions of fucking dollars to aid them. There's more to this story. There's a lot more to it. We have a long way to go. And I know it seems like we're moving a little slow, you guys. I know it seems like a lot of people don't. They, I say it seems like they care, 
but they don't care. But that's because I have that mentality of, oh, yeah, we know. But what the fuck are we supposed to do? What did they do when they found out that uh, that the election might have been um, faked, stolen? That's what you can do. You band together and you show the power, what real power is. Am I saying march against America? Am I saying take over? No. Voice your opinions. You can sit on Capitol Hill peacefully and voice your opinions. You don't have to be violent. You don't have to tear up shit. You don't have to burn nothing down. And you don't have to hurt any officers in the process. They're your family too. They have family too. And trust me, half of those officers understand what I'm talking about. And they would understand if the march was for this very reason. The march for truth. The march for independence. It can happen. I won't say it won't happen. It can happen. There are just too many people on this earth with too many factors. And I will explain that. You have people who are just now starting a business, who are just now enjoying riches, who are just now enjoying the benefits of investing, just now enjoying their first child, just now enjoying their first basketball uh, season, their first very big sports moment, just now enjoying being drafted, just now enjoying so many first time things. And I don't want that to go away. And that is the driving factor of why we cannot collect ourselves as one unit and address the realness behind these situations to our government. We can't. Because there are too many rich somewhat rich and super poor people out there. We are divided. And not just by skin color. And not by what we believe in. but solely by this class system that they have in place. And um, I really want you all to enjoy your life to the ones who are out there enjoying your first time enjoyments, your first love, your first relationship, your first pet. I want you to enjoy that. Life is short. I also just want you to be aware. And if there's ever a day where all of you come together and and, and get tired of that first time feeling and that you're just bored 
and that you're just over it and that you've had enough of it, that you've loved it enough, I want you to consider everything I talk about. I want you to consider it and I want you to join me. I really do. We have a lot of margin to close. We have a big gap to close, a big gap to fill. But we still have time. And this is why I won't stress and be on every podcast episode frantic begging you guys to, you know, do this and do that and, and be aware of this and, and, and make sure you do. No, that's I can only make help make you aware. I can only present the information. Gosha presents it for the Hispanic community, basically. And there are other people who do it for the um, English community. But I feel like personally, I do it the best because they don't understand y'all like I understand y'all. My social skills are on a different level. Doesn't even doesn't take a psychologist or a therapist to be that way. Honestly, it doesn't. What it does take is someone with patience and the will to actually slow down and understand things from every point of view, even if it's a regressive point of view. You must understand why. You must understand why. So with that being said, don't forget to Google Earth, the Middle East. Why do I say that? Because the Tigetans, who I firmly believe 100% now, there is no change in my mind on anything they say, basically at this point who I firmly believe are correct. They said the Garden of Eden was somewhere in between the Euphrates River and the Tigris River, somewhere in Iraq. Right? The original Atlantis, which was a reptilian stronghold, was there. That's where the Garden of Eden was, in the Middle East. And this is what connected me to the four fallen angels. This is what connected me to the Euphrates River drying up, which connected me to Turkey, Syria, then Ukraine and Russia. There is a bigger fight, a bigger picture going on. And we have to understand that. We have to. That compound over in the Middle East, that was the original Atlantis, was destroyed and sunken. Destroyed. Is underground. There are some remains, but nothing major on the surface. Now, there may have been things on the ground. And when we invaded 
that area of the Middle East, I believe that that was just a cover up. And what they were doing was exactly what they said they were finding weapons of mass destruction. They had weapons buried there. The United States, the, the reptiles, the reptilians. This is why they invaded the Middle East to get their shit back. They probably figured out some real live leaders found out about some of those underground cave systems and, and they actually found some weaponry, some old technology. Someone in their camp in the Middle East told someone back in the United States, we tipped them off. We found it. And then they get invaded. They fight a fake war on the surface. Meanwhile, they have a team underground extracting those weapons of mass destruction, probably. Why do I say it's the United States? Because there were there was another Atlantis. Now, the, 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 the main Atlantis stronghold was in, in the Middle East. But there were Atlantises all over the Earth. The reptiles established multiple Atlantis cities. And one major one, another major one, sat right in between the Atlantic Ocean. Like right in between the United States and Ireland, damn there. And it was called Appalachia. Yes. Ty Gettins told us this. It was called Appalachia. That continent, which is now underwater, is called Appalachia. It sunk because of Tiamat's explosion and, and, and the waters that came from planet Tiamat hit Earth, sunk it, and before it was sunken, most of the reptiles ran to Ireland, to the highlands of Ireland, to survive. And then they eventually renamed the mountains on the east coast of America the Appalachian Mountains. This is not only the place where Mount Weatherby sits, the national emergency base for all elites and all rich people in this country, but it also sits whew, not even a hundred miles from the White House. Think about that. There's a reason we needed to get back to this country. There was a reason England wanted this country. Britain, whatever the fuck you want to call it, sorry. I might be wrong on a couple of those things. But there's a reason they wanted this country so bad. One, they needed highland somewhere. And they chose these Appalachian Mountains in which they named them. And this is now the new stronghold. You don't have to believe the reptilians exist. You don't have to. But you better believe there is a war that is about to happen. That is about to finish. That started 12,500 years ago. All because the reptiles wanted to enslave humanity. And the Tigetans weren't having that shit. They didn't want, they didn't, they weren't going to let that slide. So they stepped in and shit popped off. Heavy. Destroyed a planet called Tiamat, which was 80% the size of Neptune, 90% water. And they destroyed the surface of Mars. 
And those inhabitants on Mars are now underground and have been there ever since. And there's no telling what type of knowledge they were exposed to. There's no telling. There's no telling what they've taught them all these years of what really happened. There's no telling if they even have a religion or not at this point. How do we know? And that's what I've been trying to tell y'all. The creative society on YouTube, they're doing, I believe they're doing the same shit that they did on Mars because they knew something was about to happen. They knew something was coming. So they warned all the humans on Mars. Yeah, there were humans on Mars. They warned them all. The world, this planet is going through a catastrophe, cataclysmic events, blah, blah, blah. Let us save you. Come join us. We're building a, a safe haven. And people fell, fucking fell for it. They weren't all of them didn't fall for it, but people fell for it. And now they're underground Mars to this day. With what they would call high technology. And this is the same thing the creative society is doing, I think. They're offering us all this high class technology. They're offering us ten thousand dollars a month to live with them. They're offering us robotic uh everything. Everything's auto auto autonomous. Everything's robotic, everything's futuristic. We got replicators they talk about. Where they can replicate your favorite shoes, clothes, and food. Replicators. Flying cars. Self-identifying uh, cameras uh, on, on every corner. <sighs> In five years, they will have that place completed. Whatever it is and wherever it's going to be. Don't let it take that long for you to realize the shit that I'm saying is a possibility, major possibility. They have a countdown timer on your lives. They claim 2036 is the end. They stand on that shit. Do y'all understand me? They are standing on that firmly. A million earthquakes a day by 2036. Turkey and Syria, either those fucking four, four fallen angels were the ones who did that, or it's just the earth itself, just like the creative society did. That's the only two options I have for those fucking earthquakes. You can call it harp. You can call it blue beam project, whatever you want to fucking call it. But I'm telling you, if you looked at the creative society's videos three, four months ago, you would think the same thing I think because they warned us. And as, as I was told, they've been warning us for years now. But now the shit is really ramping up. It's going to get crazy. You should check out their charts they have for 2024 to 2030. Insane record amounts of earthquakes. We will be next eventually. Just because it happened in Turkey and Syria and all of these other small places does not mean it won't happen in America. It does not mean it won't happen to us anywhere where we feel like we are safe and secluded. This planet unpredictable the things we do to it are unpredictable and that's the reason why the planet is unpredictable the planet has a heart a life a soul almost you guys and the things we are doing to it makes no sense pointless destroying her tearing her apart And now during this 12,500 year cycle, she is expanding, bulging. 
And this is where these faults are coming. This is where all these cracks in the earth are coming into play in Africa. Look it up. This is where all these cracks are happening. The big uh, opening in, in Turkey and Syria. Look it up. This is why. And a creative society saying every one of those fault lines and every one of those deep fucking ditches, those are going to be points of magma explosions. Those are going to be the points where the explosions happen, where they where they initially take place. You don't want to be by those fault lines. All right. They dropped that video four months ago. Four months ago. And 40,000 people have died in Syria so far. 40,000. That's just the beginning of what they have possibly determined to be the truth and the, and the outcome of our our planet by the year 2036. Have you all not noticed? Not only is the Creative Society building a safe haven to protect us from these cataclysmic events. Uh, what is uh, Dubai? They're building a tall, circular city supported by four large pillars high off the ground. Why are they doing that? Because they know something. There's another rich country. They're building a ark made out of a shape like a turtle. Huge ark. There is another place that is making a line city. Why are they building these places, y'all? Why are we not asking the right questions? Y'all going to look up from these fucking phones one day and it's going to be too late. And the people that they want in those places, they're going to be in place. And we're going to go try and storm the cap. We're going to try to storm the Capitol and storm the White House, but it'll be too late. They won't be there. They will be gone. Safe, protected while we fight this battle out on the surface. This is not a wake up call, you guys. That call came years ago. This is a now or never call. Do you want to believe now? Or do you and will you forever ignore this information? The choice is up to you. I've given you the blueprint. Study it. Be wise. Question everything. This is the voice of vindication.